0: Good morning, everyone. I wish I could sing like you guys. It is Lent. Maybe I should sing for you. Um, Okay, today we have uh, a story that is beloved by the early church. So today I do want to challenge you. Today is Sunday. Today is the day that belongs to Christ. It is the day that... God reminds you that you do not belong to this world, but you were made for eternal life. And I want you after Mass today, go home and go read this gospel again. It's hard sometimes at Mass just to hear it. Go home with your family, read it again, and do it slowly and pray with it. Today's gospel is an unbelievably powerful uh, kind of image of what it means to be a Christian. Today, the, if, if you have one thing today, what I want to talk to you about is that we're all used to thinking that seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. But that God actually wants to move us to a different paradigm. So, <clears throat> I'm 42 now, but I used to be kind of a big deal. So my community and the Companions... Um, I'm kind of known as the 42-year-old who's going on 80, and it's your fault, just so you know, because the joke in the Companions is that no one can get Father Brian more than about four blocks away from Lord's. He's just kind of landlocked there, and it's true. But I used to be, so I used to be a big skier, and in our community we have a lot of guys who are really outdoorsy, and a lot of guys get annual ski passes, and, uh, maybe the best skier in our community now. Back when we were in seminary, he didn't know how to ski, and I actually taught him how to ski. And I used to be a bit of a ski bum. I used to ski about 35 days a year, uh, until I got old and lame. Uh, Happens to the best of us. But, this year I went skiing for the first time in eight years. Uh, Someone convinced me to go, and so I went. And there were about five guys from our community, the companions that were there, and they were so excited. And they were all the young pups, like Father Sean's age types, you know, 14. (laughs) (laughs) And they, that wasn't that funny. But, but they were excited and they were like, oh my gosh, Larkin's here, no way. And the pressure was kind of on Because one of the priests, uh, Deacon Darrelson, Father John, had told all these guys that I was a really good skier. So I was a little nervous. And so we went out and we did kind of a cruiser. And then I always loved the moguls. So we went and we skied a mogul run. And I was like, okay, I'm not where I was, but I've still got it, you know. And we got to the bottom of the run. And Father Chris Considine came down after me, and he was ordained a year before Father Sean. And he came down, and he was laughing so hard, he was almost crying. And I was like, Chris, what are you, what's, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And he looked at me, and he was like, the legend's true. <laughs> and he was like, Larkin, it's like we're back in the 90s, and it's like a Warren Miller, and like you're just, you're just bouncing in and out you're not so bad after all, right? And he did, the whole day, he just couldn't get over it. And for Father Chris that day, about six weeks ago, seeing is believing, right? It's true. Seeing is believing. Um, that's so true for so much of our life, isn't it? Seeing is believing. People, you know, I'll talk to people, sometimes I meet out in the community, out outside the church, and I'll say, you've got to come check out Lourdes. It's an amazing place. And they kind of think, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. And if they ever come, seeing is believing. And they're blown away by this church. I, I emailed Archbishop you in Philadelphia this week. And I was trying to get him out to come talk at our gathering at the grotto this summer. He said no. Um, But I showed him, I tried to entice him, and I showed him a photo of one of the gatherings at the grotto I sent it to him. And he said, I had heard the Lord's had a lot of young people, but he said, he looked at the photo and he said, there's more young people there than I've ever seen in any gathering in Philadelphia. Seeing is believing. not for Christians. The whole Christian tradition, brothers and sisters, flips that paradigm on its head. Our gospel does this today. Our gospel today tells us not that seeing is believing, but that believing is seeing. For us as Christian men and women, it is not that seeing is believing, it's that believing is seeing. And I want you to pray with us today. Today's gospel is right at the heart of what it means to be a man or a woman of faith. This story was beloved by the early Christians. Uh, when you go to Rome, you go to the catacombs. There's a whole, but there's over 40 different catacombs in Rome. And there, there's some that are more famous than others, right? And these are early Christian burial sites when we were persecuted by the world. Today's gospel reading appears painted in the frescoes of the catacombs in seven different places. In every one of those places, the story of the blind man who is healed is a scene where the early Christians taught about baptism. There's someone who just can't see. And they encounter Christ, and Christ sends them to wash, and his eyes are opened. This reading, by the way, is chosen in the lectionary, we're in year A, and this year all the gospel readings are for the catechumens of the church. They're chosen specifically for those people about to enter the church. And brothers and sisters, what I want to do this morning, I want to invite you as a baptized Christian. If you're not a baptized Christian, please come see me. Please come join RCIA. But what you have to do if you're baptized is you have to rekindle in your heart and your soul the gift you received on the day of your baptism. For us as baptized Christians, it is not that seeing is believing. It is that believing is seeing. Most things in life, we need someone to prove something to us. And what we naturally do, all of us, is that we try to use our minds and our understanding. And we look at the world and we say, does this make sense? And that's good and fine. That's just natural. That's what we are as rational human beings. But Christ wants to lead us into something deeper. And so the natural thing, when people come to to encounter Jesus, and maybe you as a Catholic, maybe you've been a Catholic for 30, 40, 50 years, however long, and what we naturally do is we say, Jesus asks me to live this way. Or the church asks me to live this way. And what we do is we use ourselves and we, and we measure that teaching. The Catholic Church teaches that you have an obligation to come to mass every Sunday. We don't tell the RCIA class that till right at the end. <laughs> We're like, you said yes, all right. Uh, now here's the rules. And what we do is we say, does that make sense to me? But something has to happen on the route, brothers and sisters. And I, I tell the RCI classes every year. Every year people say, okay, can I believe, is it rational to believe that there is a God? Yes. Is it rational to get to a place where you say maybe Jesus is God? Yes. Is it rational to get to a place where you say the teachings of the Catholic Church make a whole lot of sense? Yes, it is, but that is not faith. Because in that schema, what's happening is, Jesus, I am your judge. And you must answer to me. And you must prove to me what is true about what you say and I will be the judge of it. I will stand above you and I'll decide which ones make sense to me because I am the measure of truth. Real conversion, brothers and sisters, means this, it's great to ask those questions. I've spent the last roughly 25 years of my life trying to study and understand what Jesus teaches. And that's great, you should do that. But at a certain point, real faith, and this happened to me, thank you God, real faith means at a certain point, I gave up. And I stopped pretending that I knew better than God the beauty and the splendor of Jesus somehow broke into my soul and I fell on my knees. This is what faith is. Faith is not, I've examined all the teachings and the one that corresponds most to what I think is therefore true. Faith is when you realize there's a light that is above you. And that in trying to judge the light, you are judged by the light. In trying to grasp Jesus, I found out. I tried to put him in my grasp. I tried to have him in my back pocket. I tried to make sense of him. And what I found out was it was not me who grasped him, but him who grasped me. When that happens, brothers and sisters, everything changes in our life. What happens to the saints, right, is they did this so well that they give themselves totally to God and totally to the church. They're always seeking to understand more deeply. They're always trying to study the scriptures and the teachings of the church, et cetera, et cetera, but they have given their life. That type of faith saves your soul. Balthazar says it this way. You know you're in trouble when he comes out. (laughs) If I can find the page. There it is. Balthazar says that faith That obedient surrender to the radiant light. Right, that's what faith is. The day you were baptized as a symbol of the gift of faith, the priest or the deacon who was there, if you were a baby, what happened is the priest took your baptismal candle, or your godparent did. And the priest said, Receive the light of Christ. that obedience, surrender to the radiant light in which alone by faith and not by vision, the Christian partakes in the wisdom of the self-revealing God. For the Christian, right, seeing is not believing. It's that when you believe, when there's something that happens in your heart and your soul, and I bet you right now this Lent, right? I bet you're having a bad Lent. I bet your penance. I bet you've totally blown it, right? So have I. And I bet you know that God's calling you to surrender to Him. When we do that, as Christians, brothers and sisters, we see. actually see. Do you want to know God better? Do you want to see the things that other people can't see? It's not simply about reading a book. I want you to read books. I think it's important. It's about faith. How are you going to do that this Lent? The Pharisees today, it's so powerful. There's, this story is marvelous. Three times in today's story, the Pharisees are confident they know who Jesus is. They turn to the blind man and they say, we know this man is a sinner. Prove it to me, Jesus. We have the law of Moses. We're the Pharisees. We know And if you're, if you, if we're wrong about that, you will prove it to us. Three times the Pharisees do that in today's story. Three times the blind man humbles himself before Christ, and he says, "I do not know." That is not a mistake in John's gospel. To grow in faith, brothers and sisters, is all about your heart, Lord. I wanna cling to my own life. I wanna live like everybody else does. And I don't want to surrender to the things I know you want from me. But if I do, I know I'll see you. I'll see your splendor and your glory. One last thought for today. New Testament is absolutely emphatic, brothers and sisters, that if you love Jesus, you will be persecuted. And that's true. Those who do not see, it's not that they're all bad people or something, but those who do not see will not understand you. The blind man is cast out from the synagogue. He is exiled. The best thing that we could ever do as Catholics is to love God enough that we would be ostracized. It's the best thing we could ever do. That happens to all real Christians in some way, shape or form. And I wanna ask you today, we're getting close to Easter and I beg you today, if you do not have a mass intention, please pray for those entering the church. Last week, we have all the people who are coming in who are being baptized or confirmed, many of them told us this past week that they are under attack for becoming Catholics. We have people in our CIA this year whose family members have told them that they will no longer speak to them if they enter the Catholic Church. And it's so beautiful because you watch them and I, you, I always think, how can I help? How can I make this easier? They don't need it to be easier. They've encountered Christ and they are joyful to suffer to follow him. Lord, today may the faith of the catechumens and our candidates, Jesus made inspire us Lord, help us to leave any attitude behind that demands sight before faith. Jesus, help us to believe so that we may see.